Welcome to the Tortoiseus Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morell, and joining me shortly will be my partner, Shane Wells, and may or may not be joining us as a guest. We don't know yet. And without further ado, your opening. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Tortoiseus Podcast. I am Park Perel. And I'm Shane Wells. Woo! We made it 10 episodes. All right, real quick, Shane. Sturdy for us. Sturdy. Oh, okay. oh, oh. Here it goes. Here it goes. Oh, oh, yeah. 10 episodes. Did did Pope Alexander VI make it 10 episodes? No, he didn't. I, I don't think so. He I don't think not. so. He did not. We have officially, we are officially the best podcast in the world. We yeah. made it 10 episodes. I, do, do you remember all those naysayers who was like, you'll never make it to double digits? And we, we just never. looked at them. Yeah. And we looked at them in the eyes and said, you sit on the throne of lies. We're going to do it. And you know what? We did it. We did it. Nobody can say we didn't do it because we just done did it. Now, we could have done homework. We could have gotten ahead. Yeah. We could have worked on our that. IAs. Uh, we, we could be practicing, like, flipping Spanish right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we have a Spanish oral coming up, and I don't—I barely know any Spanish. Like that—that's pretty yep. good. But you know, it's fine. It's fine. We persevere through adversity. But yeah. that other way, thank you for supporting us through these ten episodes. You know? Thank you, thank you, and thank you. We kowtow to you. You can't tell, but we are definitely kowtowing right now. But with that yes. other way, this is a very special segment. So we're trying to get the. This is season one. About midway through March is when we're going to start season two. We have something special and stored. So yeah, this is season one, and we're going to start doing a little more scheduling here in season uh, season one. So we're going to start a series we like to call Wild Card Wednesday. So every Wednesday there's going to be a recording where we talk about any topic. We've wanted to talk about Shane's filling with a metal Sorry. can right now, sniffing cookies, not eating them. Yeah. Um, and then Saturdays are going to be what we call serialized Saturdays, where we finish or have a planned out episode. Not to say this isn't planned out, but it's just whatever. But we're going to try to in the serialized Saturdays to talk about a serialized topic. Makes sense. Makes sense. Shane? Makes sense to me. All right. Well, with that out of the way, let's start Wild Card Wednesday. Shane, why don't you tell us the first issue on the docket? So, I wanted to go ahead and talk about the future of the housing market Oh, currently. my God. Shane Flippin has gotten into stocks, and he's like, I-, I bet you, I bet you, by next year, the housing market will fall by 30%. What do you want to say? Here, here's what I want to say, all right? The housing market usually remains on a steady incline. They're clicking um, off. Nearly, <laughs> nearly never going down, never going down. It hasn't gone down since 2008, or actually it started going back up in 2010. But we have reached such a high, like price on housing. If you have, if you are uh, owning real estate, you need to sell your houses as quick as possible, because be homeless. In the past year, <clears throat> the price of a home has gone up forty three percent. Forty three percent, I believe that is the right number. Forty three or forty eight, I'm pretty sure. But in the past, like five months or so. Um, it's gone down. Get out of town. 3.2%. Get out of town. 3.2%. You know how many percent? You know, I can buy like 3% of a house for that. Exactly. That might not seem like a significant number, but guess when the last, guess when the last time we saw a peak that high and a dip? The 2008 recession. Dips never happened. 2008 recession. You know what happened to the housing market in the 2008 recession? It climbed. (laughs) (laughs) no it crashed but housing is very unique when it comes to i mean it's very long term well there's a there's a famous saying that real estate never goes down because it 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 doesn't ever go down until right now because it's like i said that 3.2 percent that is that doesn't seem like a lot but any decrease like that is signifying something bad is about mm-hmm. to happen because that never happens and never declines mm-hmm. unless and, something bad is about to happen and it is and, and and that's a 
big issue, and like it's very complicated. And seeing as I'm not an economist, it's hard to weigh my opinion. But it seems like uh, I saw this. There's a famous post on Reddit, and I don't know if you saw it, Shane, but it was it was of the same apartment listed on like Craigslist in like New York, and I can't remember the exact thing, uh, exact what uh, whatever. But it was like we'll say it's a thousand a month in for the same apartment in like two thousand. And then now it's like three thousand a month, same place. Yeah. And like no renovations. That's just how it and works. And so it's like tripled in value for the same square space since two thousand. And so it almost seems like and once again I'm not an economist that like and I don't know how like I know how inflation works. Obviously you don't just print more money, but it seems like mm-hmm. The we need to pay minimum wage needs to increase maybe to like kind of counteract this or maybe just I don't know. Once again, I'm not an economist. I don't know. I agree. I agree with that. But something you have to look at is that real realtors are always going to like keep <clears throat> like ooh maybe I can raise this price a little bit. Yeah, and raise this price a little bit. But we have reached such a high peak. Like everyone knows right now that the housing price is like stupid. Yeah. And when that happens, when it gets to a stupid height like that, then that's when something bad happens because people are going to get to a point where they can't ever buy a house. Mm-hmm. Then that price is going to have to freaking go down like crazy. Like, like uh, last summer, you, you remember how long I was living at my grandparents' house because we didn't, we couldn't buy a house because yeah. we kept on looking around for houses and they were just asking too damn, uh, <laughs> too damn much. <laughs> They're asking. We went around the houses and like we sold. A house with, I don't know how much square footage, but we would go to another house with less square footage, and they'll be asking, like, double what we sold our house for, and we would be like, it's all over the place. You gotta be kidding me. It's all over the place, really. Yeah. But, I mean, and like I said before, though, housing prices are not like normal, you know, investments where it just immediately drops overnight. Mm -hmm. Like, the 2008 recession, it was horrible for the housing market, but guess how long that took? It was on a decline for two years. It didn't start going back up until 2010. But it was an immediate drop-off just all the way to 2010. It was um, it was a complete uh, just pause. Sorry about that. Shane had a, um, a hot date call. Yes, I did. It was uh, It's all right. I had to cancel what, was this it, podcast. What, was it Shaniqua this time or was it Jessica? It was actually Brittany this Brit- time. Ooh. Bit yeah. of an old flame. Yeah, well, yeah, we're, re- <laughs> we're reigniting. <laughs> well, you know, re- you know what reignites my flame? The housing market. Oh, uh, yes. Let's get back into it. Yes. So, the two-year decline. That's all I, want. That's all I wanted to end on is just that it's not going to be immediate, but it's happening. We're going to be on a decline from here on out, I think. Yes, and I, I agree more. And I will say, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, my God, where is this going to go? Are people going to listen? But you act, that is actually very interesting. It is quite yeah. interesting. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't know anything about the economy and <laughs> doesn't know yeah. anything about how to make it work. So very interesting, very interesting topic. So to our listeners, this is a call to action. Fix this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's up to you. Fix it. I, we're not going to do it. We're telling you to. Yeah, whatever. Um, so this comes to my first issue. And <clears throat> uh, so, oh, yeah, I meant to clarify this at the beginning. We each wrote 10 issues. We don't know, or like 10 subjects. They don't have to be issues. Yeah. 10 subjects. And the other person doesn't know what we're bringing up, you know? Ah. So he doesn't know what I'm talking about. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. So whatever. We're start. My first issue or topic is restroom orientation. And Ooh. I'm not talking about like a stand-up stall, and I'm not talking about gender orientation. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm talking about I'm talking about a toilet, okay? And I'm not talking about a stall mounted up against a wall. I'm talking about a sit-down toilet, okay? okay so sit-down toilet, all right? So here it is. I have a chair here in the room to model. Okay, so you know how people? So the door's right here. The door's facing outward. You sit down on the toilet and you face the door. And there's a famous character in South Park who does it. And I just, uh, his name's Butters. And I kind of realized that it's the correct way. So instead of facing the door when you poop, you corral the toilet and you face away from the Uh door. Therefore, you have a little table right here 
where you can prop open your phone and you can face away from the noise and you have the little flusher right here. Whoa, that's clever. Yeah. That's clever. And it, it, that's, <laughs> you, know, you can see my formation. Um, it's pretty wild. Str straddling the toilet. Straddling the toilet, facing away from the door. It, it just seems more efficient. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, I guess if you're in the restroom for the long term, it seems mm, like th mm. this is like <laughs> this is sport mode, and then straddle is leisure mode. mode. Yeah, leisure you know? mode. I agree with that. Yeah. I like that. I agree with that. Uh, that's in, th that's interesting. You bring that up. Mm. Something that I dislike about some of the restrooms I've been in is you know how like each stall there's like a stall that's like bigger than all the others, mm -hmm. like nearly everywhere you go. I've been in so many. The one at school has it. Where you sit down on the toilet and the crack of the door oh my God. is directly in the freaking line of the seat. And people can literally, see, as they pass you, they can literally see you through the crack the taking a eye. literal poo. Yeah. What the crap, yeah. dude? Whose idea <laughs> that was that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, to that to that point, it's, it's just stupid that that's a thing because... Every porta potty has that little red green thing. Why doesn't every single door just adopt that? You know. Yeah. Instead, we gotta like walk by quickly to see if we get a glimpse of clothing or eye contact <laughs> through the crack to find out if somebody's in there. Because, oh my god! And this is a very interesting point. Um, and ladies or they slash thems oh, um, may not may not get the uh, what we're laying down, but for boys, and in the boys' restroom, there's a, there's like an unwritten code, and I don't know how I learned this code, I guess it was just through trial and error, about <laughs> bathroom etiquette. One of the major ones being like, don't talk to people when, when there's like strangers in the restroom. You know, like, even if like, if it's me and Shane, and there's a random person in the restroom, silence. We don't say yeah. anything to each other. And another one of them, going up to the restroom, pulling down your pants all the way oh. to, to reveal the butt uh. and going up against the stall. Next one is, and this is the most confusing one, not peeing next to someone. Oh, you know? that's a big one right there mm -hmm. for all my boys out there, my homies. Three stalls, uh, numbered one, two, and three. You can pee in the one or the three, or you can pee in the two. But nobody can pee at one, two, and three. Nobody can pee at the two and the three. Nobody can pee, pee at the, the two one and two. Yeah, so... Exactly. I know that might sound like a little arble gargle, but all, all the dudes out there yeah. know what we're talking about. And restroom orientation is weird because there's like an unwritten rule book. I, I don't want to say this person's name because they may or may not be listening. I don't know if they do. There's a teacher at our school, and I ran into them in the restroom, and they started talking to me, and I was, I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't want to break the code. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to break that. And he was like, oh, I don't want to break the code. Let me, let me, uh, use the restroom. And I was like, okay. And then it, it's weird because that's the first time I've heard like the code mentioned. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, is true. And I just like, was like, I guess there is a bathroom code now that you mention it, you know? It is weird. Yeah. I hate, uh, I hate it when there's only two urinals mm -hmm. because then you can only have one person. Yeah, I, I refuse to. Especially, have you ever been to one a area where there are urinals and there's no freaking wall between <laughs> them? That is like the weird. At, at Bryant Denny Stadium, yeah, there is no. There's it's like it's a urinal out I in the middle of the. Yeah, it's. I hate. Have crap. you been to a trough one where there's not? There yes, are, yes, yes, yes. I just don't pee. Yeah, that I, I just okay. don't pee when there's okay, a trough. I, I'm okay. just like I refuse to pee. <laughs> Like that one is idea. Yeah, like I begin to think that there's like perverts, you know, that design mm. the early toilets. That, hey, maybe speaking, that actually is a good Speaking idea. of perverts in restroom orientation, there was this restaurant one time that I saw where there's a trick bathroom and like there's the ones like McGuire's that where the men's restroom is labeled as the women's and the women's uh, yeah, is labeled as I hated that. I hate he, 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 they walk in, he, he, he. but this one was like if you don't lock it, the it's a glass restroom. If you don't lock it, it's like windows, and everybody can see you pee and poo. But if you lock it, it all like gradiates. 
You know, like it comes one oh way. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just like, and so like some people are using the restroom, and like you could totally see everything. That's crazy. Yeah, and I was like, how have these people not gotten utterly sued? You know, but they're just like, well, you gotta lock the restroom. That is maybe insane. now you'll learn. But it was just crazy to see, and I was in a big city. I can't remember which one, but it was in, it was in a city. And I remember looking at it and not pointing it out to anyone because I was just like, huh. Because I was like dumbfounded. I was like, is that what I think it is? And I saw somebody like enter and sit on a toilet mm-hmm. and like take off their pants. I was like, yeah, that, that is. <laughs> that oh that my is. God. And it was crazy. But yeah, it, it was it was wild and bruh. But Shane, what is your next topic of debate? I kind of want to jump around a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey mm. has released. By the way, it has released. It's, isn't it? It has like a two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yeah, it's horrible. But I don't think anyone was expecting it to be good because it's like some just like someone just took the advantage of the. Yeah. How about you let the audience know what Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is? So just recently, I think it was in twenty twenty one. I think when. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the public or the public had rights to Winnie the Pooh because it's been seventy years since the author of the original book died. So that means you know if you don't know about copyright laws and everything that someone created seventy years after their death, um, that becomes public public uh, property. Yeah, public domain. So Winnie the Pooh has entered the public domain since twenty twenty one. So someone took that opportunity to make a horror movie. I think it was actually kind of like to diss on Disney a little bit. Yeah. But um, they decided to make a horror movie with Winnie the Pooh, and it's labeled Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I personally have not seen it, but I've heard that it's really bad. I mean, it was just someone kind of trying to take it, like I said, take advantage of the public domain of Winnie the Pooh. But um, it's it's apparently horrible, and I don't I wouldn't watch it, but like, I don't know. It's just interesting that so, like hmm. that things can enter the public domain and then it's I, all for use. Here, which... Here's the thing: I think it's an interesting concept, but like I wouldn't see that. You know that that's like the question. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like it's an interesting idea. Like, <laughs> but like I wouldn't actually go see that. You know? Yeah. Because like I love Winnie the Pooh. I don't want to see him kill Christopher Robin. Oh, yeah. and yeah, that's the premise of the movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they eat Eeyore at the beginning of the movie. They eat Eeyore? They, they, so what happens is, as Christopher Robin grows up, he has to leave for, you know, college or whatever. I don't know the whole background, like, in detail, but he leaves. And these animals, all of the, you know, Winnie the Pooh gang, they aren't able to fend for themselves. So they make a pledge to get, or they, first off, they eat Eeyore because they're starving. So they all just eat Eeyore. And Tigger's not in this, by the way. Because apparently he's not he's not he's not a public domain yet. But I think Piglet, yeah, some other ones are, and um, yeah, they all eat Eeyore. Then they make a pact for some reason after eating Eeyore to kill Christopher Robin. Wow, incredible! That has me hooked. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible. I don't want to see Eeyore get eaten. Eeyore is my favorite character. Yeah, I I agree that that is like disgusting yeah it's horrible and and you know it's it's a horror movie i get see i feel like horror movies try to get away with too much you know like they do yeah yeah, like especially especially when it's something like winnie the pooh like that's that's iconic you know yeah iconic in and of itself but speaking of public domain mickey mouse will be entering the public domain in 2024 really and I saw this, like, TikTok. I, I mean, it's very clearly faked. But that they're going to change the Disney... That they would change the Disney mascot to Figment, that dragon. <laughs> so funny. how crazy would that be if uh, Disney changes the Wait, I don't mascot? understand. But, like, the Disney Corporation is still alive. Right? But I, le- I mean, apparently, since Di- Walt Disney died, mm-hmm. the creator of Mickey Mouse. Hmm. That's confusing. I know it is confusing, but apparently that is a fact. That he will enter public domain in 2024. He will. I'm just confused on that. how that'll work, because you can't say Disney. 
obviously, because yeah. Disney's a corporation. But Mickey Mouse is like their intellectual property, you know? Cause well, like, I mean, they, it's the same thing for Winnie the Pooh, though. Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh's owned by well, Disney. Like, it, he wasn't, that's the thing, Winnie the Pooh wasn't written. He was a storybook. That is true, And he true, was purchased yeah. by the Disney Corporation. So, since it was Walt Disney's corporate... Oh, crap. Stop the phone. Stop the phone. You know what that timer means? What? what? It's Japanese Parliament time. Okay. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. Moving on, moving on, moving on. So, recently, in Japanese Parliament, as of two days ago, the Japanese government is expected to present its nominee for the Bank of Japan, the BOJ. And the ruling Liberal Democrat Party that LDP, as it's called, announced it will uh, nominate economist Kazuo Ueda to, for the post. What do you have to say about it? Kazuo Ueda is 71 years old. I mean, that... that, that I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, That's yeah. incredible. For Japanese parliament, or the Japanese diet, they need to get their crap together. Because, like, what, what is this? What's he supposed to do, bro? Like, yeah, like, I mean, the, the BOJ, or the BOJ, as we call it, on yeah. this podcast, tried to end Japanese deflationary cycle and spur inflation and economic growth through mass quantitative easings, which balloons, uh, which ballooned the bank's holdings of the Japanese government's securities of $4.4 trillion. Whoa. I know. And it's, it's just the Liberal Party and the Social Democrats within the uh, within Japanese Parliament, they can't make up their minds. They can't. They can't I mean, make up their minds. There's just this constant conflicting, you know, battle between them. And, you know, it's moved into money. And, you know, it's like uh, it's like Federalists versus Anti-Federalists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, and it's like th- there's an issue right now also about Toyota and them, uh, them and Honda are like having a little war. And in the process, there's a worry about wages being raised, you know? And so it's just like, what is the Liberal Party doing? How can the Japanese people trust the Liberal Party, you know? It would be hard to. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to the ancient saying by uh, uh, Mr. Nintendo, let's a go. And <laughs> and I think I think it applies as well to the uh, Japanese parliament parliament, and it reminds me of his other saying "Wa ya Yahoo," because it seems like oh my god, it seems like Japanese parliament oh they, they're in like world three, you know? They, they're, yeah, they, they're in the sand world, and they they still got to get past all those pokey pokes, yeah, and I, the yeah, dry bones in order to make it to the, my least favorite world, world four. The water world, uh, yeah. And so they're prepping for that water world. But they don't have they don't have enough one ups to make it to there to that point, you know. Yeah. So the Liberal Party, they need to get their crap together. But th- th- those Social Democrats as well in their part, I don't know what they're going to do because they lost the the holding of the House. And not only that, it seems like the Emperor, who doesn't have any, he's just a figurehead at this point, is preferring the Liberal Party of Japan. So with all that going on, it doesn't. It it just doesn't add up, you know. Like like I I, I I'm trying not to. I'm trying it's to tossing around roles. Yeah, it, it, tossing around because you have the northern Sapporo region of Japan, and they're way different than the southern region. Of, of course, uh, yes. Yeah, like Kanto. Kanto has different policies policies than Sapporo. Like if you go to Sapporo, I can have wonderful talks with social democrats, you know. Talk about the economy, how we love mountainous regions. Mm. I can go to Kanto and talk about the fishing industry, but it, it's ju- it's just insane how the Liberal Party and the Social Democrats just have so many differences, you know. And it is, but but that's the thing, you know. It's Sunrise Land, but it's Sunrise Land. It's Japan. They gotta get together because if not, Nintendo will just take over. Because Nintendo is starting to gain majority within the Japanese Parliament, you know. The, the Nintendo yep. Party. So yep. what the Liberal Party and the Social Democrats have to do, and you're going to want to buckle up. Oh, crap. Sorry. That is the end of Parliament. Oh. Yeah. Join us next time where we will end this debate, uh, end the, the solution. Bosch, the Baj issue. The Baj issue on what Japan should do about Japanese Parliament. Um, thank you. Um, uh, Shane, what are you saying? I was, we were just uh, talking about... Um, uh, what would happen if Walt Disney changed its mascot? Ah, yes. What the world would fall apart? I think. Yeah, I think it would. I, I think it definitely would. Too. All the hidden Mickey's. 
all gone. Because because then you would have well, like that's the thing. They still own like they would own the copyright because it's different. Yeah, for like would, the yeah. symbol of the three circles. You know, that is true. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. The name might go different, but they would still own the rights to like animation. You know. Yeah, the company thing is confusing, but I think you just had to realize it is all based on the creator. Like for example, I don't know. I think. Uh, the record label for Jimi Hendrix is still alive, I believe. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure. And they own Jimi Hendrix music, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They hold it all. But Jimi Hendrix died... Oh, shoot, what was the year? I, kn- I know it was 70 years before 2030, because I think that's when the public domain... Oh. Yeah, so, like, you'll be able to use Jimi Hendrix music then, because he was a creator of that music. So... <laughs> it's very, it is quite confusing, but that is very confusing. Yes, and we're gonna move on yeah, now. Let's um, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So, <clears throat> uh, t- I'm gonna transition now to a bit of a lighter topic than mm-hmm. a horror movie to tattoo ideas. Oh, this is something I've always wanted to talk about on this podcast because it seems like tattoos are becoming ever popular. I'm not anti-tattoo, but it'll take a lot to convince me to get a tattoo, you know? Um, yeah. But before we get into like, what tattoos do you want? Shane, would you get a tattoo? Well, first off, what's your favorite fast food restaurant? And you might be... Oh, we literally yeah. talked about this. Zaxby's, I think. Zaxby's? Yeah. Um, would you get a tattoo of Zaxby's on your face, like Zaxby's on your jawline, if it meant free Zaxby's for life? And like, that's the thing. It has, it has to be like visible. You can't be like, I'm making it in really small print. No, I'm talking black lettering Zaxby's. I, could, I don't think I could. You could I, I really you don't think I could. You no, couldn't? I could not. For free Zaxby's for the rest of your life. No, no, I, yeah, I couldn't. Because, like, you want to mix it up a little mm-hmm. bit anyway. Yeah, I mean. I feel you. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a unique idea. That's a great would you rather uh, right there. But, I, yeah, I just couldn't. I Tattoos are so, like, maybe someone that, like, you know, like, gets a lot of tattoos anyways. But, like, mm-hmm. tattoos, it's going to be hard for me to ever get a tattoo because it's just, like, I don't know. It's just permanent. Mm-hmm. And I would be so careful Yeah, about what I would get. You know, I feel like so. Yeah, but uh, transitioning now to tattoos. Obviously, like I said, it would take a lot to convince me to tattoo to get tattoos. But I want to do something stupid. I'll do like symbols for my life. You know. Uh, yeah, I like that. I've seen a lot of cool uh, symbols and stuff. I, something I think is cool is using birthmarks. Ooh, that's and a good like one. I have a nasty, disgusting birthmark on my leg. Mm. But it um it'd be cool to like I don't know like someone like dribbling it like a basketball or something like you mm. could get you get a tattoo of LeBron James dribbling your birthmark how sick would that be? That would, and Shane, I, I'm I meant to tell you I thought of this and this is what made me think of this is if you ever died in a tragic accident, I would get a tattoo like of the uh, the voice. Of the audio recording that you said that said "Hey Parker" that you did oh, in the sixth grade, I'd get tattooed of the voice wave yeah, like on my arm. Sick. You okay. can make it like a Spotify song. Have you seen those Mm-mm. where like you can do Spotify songs on your like arm? And mm-hmm. so for Spotify, you can scan these like it's like QR codes, but it like makes the shape of like a voice, you know, voice sound wave, wave sound yeah. waves and stuff. But you can scan it like a QR code, and it pulls up that sound on Spotify. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. It's maybe, really cool. maybe by then, there will become... So, first off, don't die. But if yeah, you do, I, I, will get, I will get some mad tats uh, in recognition of you. Thank of you. Thank you. Hey, Parker. And it, and it would say under, my little super trooper. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 That's a little reference to our sixth grade yearbook. Uh, yeah, I think it was sixth grade yearbook, so maybe seventh. So, yeah, grade. I think it actually was seventh. Where yeah. Shane's grandma Don Vaughn wrote him a nice. Indeed. It was actually great grandma. It wasn't oh, Don Vaughn. It was great Grammy. Great Grammy Glore. Great, great. Shout out to great Grammy Glore. Yes, greater and more glorious. Grandma than... Glore, I love you, Grandma Glore. Yeah. I miss you. But it was a whole page, <laughs> in the uh, in the yearbook of a picture of my face. And a quote 
if mm-hmm. or a like little paragraph from them saying like we're so proud of you our super trooper my little super trooper it's, I, I have that I have that yearbook to this day so may I say it's quite adorable it is quite adorable mm-hmm. yeah and that picture of you and Haley uh, <laughs> we can we can say that because she's she's not gonna listen to this. Right. No, yeah, if you no, don't no. know, that is Shane's. Uh, we 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 rag on him for it because he 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 dated a girl. <laughs> you scandalous boy. I'm really scandalous. But like, it's just funny because he look. Yeah. Y'all both look like such little babies. Yeah. Yeah, and y'all are just. She like, was way taller than me too. <laughs> she was like the tallest person in the grade. Now it's the shortest person. Because that's before like that's before you even hit that mini spurt. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that was like I literally looked like a literal like baby. You're you're like four foot three. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh but yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. But yeah. Um I know people yog on you for your height, Shane. Dog mm. on you for it, but you're not really that small. You Not know, anymore. I, I want people maybe. to know. I'm still a little that, small, yeah. That if I make fun of Shane on this podcast for being small, he is not like. It, I make it, sometimes I make it seem like, hey, little bit, how's the air down there? <laughs> yeah. When he's literally like, I don't know. How tall are you? Uh, five eleven. Yeah, I'm five seven, five eight. I think. I'm really close to six feet. So, I want to hit. I want to hit that six foot mark. Well, yeah, you are really close, yeah. but I think I hang around tall people a lot. That as is well. true. The, like the contrast. Linux. Linux is very, very. You need to get you tall. some short friends. Yeah, that would actually help a whole, whole. Lot. Well, you hang around Harrison, that kind of balances. It yeah, out. there's a picture of me and Harrison where Harrison's way taller than me. Whoa! And when I wear my Air Forces, I'm taller than Harrison now. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. And it's uh, talk about a growth spurt. Like I was way smaller than Harrison too. Speaking of growth spurts, uh, and this definitely wasn't planned, but to shout out the Partners podcast, uh, started by. Alex and Carmen. Yeah. Alex had a crazy growth spurt. He was smaller than you than one point. Was and he? I, I don't yeah. even remember that. I just remember being like we were just kind of both the small, small homies. Yeah, but then he abandoned you. And yeah, now, and now he's a average height homie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and yeah, but it is what it is. And but getting back to tattoo ideas, um. Yeah, I, I like the idea of having an outlet on the back of my neck. I think that would be cool. Like they, oh, do, like yeah. they do in the Matrix. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that would be, yeah, cool be cool. Yeah. And then on my leg, I would do like a haunted house with bats coming out. And uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I would do on my leg, I would do 1 1 from Mario, like oh, sideways. Oh. Yeah. You do the layout of like. World 1-1 in the original Mario yeah, on your yeah. leg. That'd be crazy, actually. Mm-hmm. I actually would. But um, <laughs> it made me think think of a funny joke. I can't remember where I, I heard it first or I would cite my sources. Uh, but <laughs> I, I say this joke sometimes, and you might hear it before. It's like, I want a full body tattoo of myself, but taller. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I love that joke. I love that joke. Yeah. He just picked that mic sucker. Yeah. Uh, but it is fine. It's a classic. Tattoos are very hard to, mm. you know. What, what tattoos would you get? What tattoos would I get? Like you said, something symbolic. I can't think of anything on top of my head right now. Would you get like, Lucy's paw print? On that you? would actually be kind of... I do have like a little like tag of her paw print mm. in my room. I might get Penny's That was a print. dog that passed away. Yeah, Lucy that was, was mine. I was. I love Lucy. I miss, and, I miss her bald butt. Yeah, she itched her butt so much. Her butt had no hair. But um, Trooper is getting old, so I'm, I would get like a paw of him maybe. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'd probably do someone like... I think the only time I would get uh, a tattoo is if I was in like a life-threatening situation. And it like symbolized. You need a that, tattoo like, to save your like life. Something no 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 not like that. Something like something saving. Like I saw this one about like this guy was like completely like paralyzed or something from the like some incident. But like a tiger saved. I don't even remember what the whole deal is. <laughs> I don't stories, man. I know I don't even remember. But there was a, it was on that like tattoo show. But he wanted to pick. He wanted the tattoo of the tiger on his ass. Why would you? Why would you do that? Like, imagine getting a like your dad passes away and you get a freaking picture of your dad's face on your ass. Just, I gotta remember him. 
I miss you. I miss you, Pop Pop. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. But the reason why I was laughing before Shane even finished the paralyzed thing about the tiger is it made me think of uh, uh, the cards and a horse. No, no, no. no. Uh, (laughs) A very similar situation, though. Uh, Halloween, eighth grade, when. <laughs> Shane and his, I was going to go trick or treating with Shane and his brothers, but his brothers came early to our house to get some candy, and Shane's little brother was going as Lieutenant Dan, who was wheelchair bound, and he was wheeling up to our house. And my mom, who I was like, "Oh my god, you're going to love Shane's brother Zach. He's so cool. Uh, we'll, we'll let him in the house first. And like, she was like, "Here you go," and she was like, so like. No, she wasn't like judging Zach, but she was like so floored because she expected because I told her Zach was so athletic, and she saw like Zach wheelchair bound, <laughs> and she she was just like, huh, and, the, and then Zach like didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it was my very, mom just was gave very her, like at, at Zach like, huh, Parker, go help Zach, and I was like, no, he's got it, and she's like, Parker. Help Zach up the stairs, and I'm like, okay. And then Zach gets up out of his oh my chair, God. and just and like my mom was like. Oh, <laughs> that's a great costume. <laughs> Lovely little story. I get a tattoo of Sh- Zach as uh, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, that's that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a great costume because uh, I didn't know it was Zach. Yeah, that was, it was very good costume. My mom used to make like crazy costumes. But, My Walter White costume. Y- your Walter White costume was lit. Yeah, that was crazy. I do have good memories with uh, making Halloween costumes with my dad. Like we. Ant-Man's my favorite hero, and I had a huge superhero phase. I still love Marvel movies and DC movies to a lesser extent now. Yeah. But I my favorite hero was Ant-Man, and this was the year Ant-Man came out. And nowhere online could you fa- find, like, a cheap helmet. Like, you could find, like, a little plastic front piece for Ant-Man. But I was kind of... I hit my growth spurt at that point, you know? Yeah. And so, like, none of them really fit me. So I was really bummed because, like, I had the costume that fit me, that sucks. but I didn't have the helmet. But me and my dad, my dad was like, "We'll make it out of cardboard," and we made. And I can actually show Shane right now that Ant Man helmet up there. Oh wow! Yeah, that we made out of cardboard. That looks really good. Yeah, too. and we made that, and I've I've good because we also made a a Deathstroke costume like a year later out of cardboard as well. I have good memories with my dad. Same, and I'm sure you have the same with your mom. I do. We one year. I went as Two Face from Batman, oh. the cartoon version. Oh yeah, the yeah. makeup took an hour and a half, Bruh. and I had to set up twice because I had a Halloween party. Then I had Halloween <laughs> because I had like latex all over my face. Like I had latex down the middle of my face. It looked like it was like split open. Mm. It was crazy. That sucker was. It, crazy. Yeah, and I had to do my hair and oh like dye it white and stuff. It was crazy. I have to show me pictures of that. Yeah, I know. I need to find some pictures of that because that costume was freaking mental i always love seeing the comparison of you in a very detailed costume and then your dad like dressed as a stripper oh like, yeah <laughs> halloween yeah uh that was uh, pretty funny it was uh great memories mm-hmm. but moving on from tattoo ideas because we kept on getting sidetracked shane what is another one of your topics oh uh, recently oh well actually uh, i want to do a funny one rise of kingdom ads hmm very, uh, if, you, if you've been on the uh, internet recently, then I'm sure you've uh, encountered a Rise of Kingdoms ad. Haven't we all? Where it's like, um, you know, like... Your settlement's being invaded. Yeah, you're sa- but, and then it's like a dude talking to a girl, and then another dude comes up and he's like, I have 15 million power in Rise <laughs> of Kingdoms. And then the woman runs away with the guy with 15 million power in Rise of Kingdoms. And it's like, I chose the Egyptians in Rise of Kingdoms, so my power grew, like, crazy fast. But, like, it, like if you if you haven't seen those ads, look them up. But, Lois, why are you leaving me? Because <laughs> Quagmire has 15 million power. <laughs> I love the that is TikTok. It is really like insane. That. It is really insane. I love the ones where it's like, all right, I spin a wheel, and that's the country I get in Rise of Kingdoms. <gasps> no, 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 no. Siberia. Oh. <laughs> They only have 100 power. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like, it's, it is so stupid. It is so stupid. And the amount of money they have spent on it. Yeah. Is crazy. Yeah. Because I, they like literally have, like there, there are ads 
everywhere. It's, so a, they have it's a Chinese-made game, and something tells me it's big in China, you know? Yeah. Because how did they get this money? Yeah, you know? there has to be something up. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of a South Park episode that's parodying Pokemon, where it's like brainwashing the kids, and they're like, and they're like, Stan, what are you doing? He's like, I'm collecting all the Pokemon. Become the master of all Pokemon so that I can rid the, the world of its one true evil. Hail to Pokemon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just reminds me of like uh, Rise of Kingdoms because it's like, I don't have 100 power, so I can't eliminate the one true evil in the Rise yeah, of Kingdoms. Yeah, it's, it's so stupid. It's like the whole point of the ads is like the whole world runs on Rise of Kingdoms power. Like, you know, you can't get you can't get pancakes or, or waffles. Yeah. If you if you don't have fifteen million power in Rise of Kingdoms, we only serve people who have ten thousand power. In Rise yeah, of exactly. Like it, it's just like the ads are so stupid. But I found something. <laughs> One of the ads like was voiced over. Like it wasn't like an like uh, English mm-hmm. English individuals like in the ad. And um, I looked it up, and they literally reuse like other. Like it was a Russian ad that they used for their ad. Mm. Like it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that is wild. They, they're just like so much money is spent on it just for like. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. The Rise of Kingdom ad, ads are insane. It's kind of like Everywhere. the Mafia boss ads from yes. before. It's like. Like level zero, and then like jump up to level one hundred. It was so those were welcome to the new age. Yeah, because yeah, they just they just get everywhere. And now I'm going to move to a special topic. This one's unique. Um, I hope you're ready for three minutes and thirty seconds of me and Shane speaking only Spanish. Hello. Hello. This definitely isn't a practice for our Spanish oral coming up. So it will start in uno, dos, tres. Hola, Sergio. Hola, Paco. ¿Cómo estás? Ah, uh, muy bien. Uh, ¿Y tú? Ah, muy, uh, muy bien. Uh, <laughs> estoy, muy bien. Uh, estoy muy bien. Um, uh, <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. Uh, estoy más o menos. Uh, porque... La tarea? Escuela, yes. La tarea de escuela. Oh, es muy loco. Muy loco. Mucho, mucho tarea. Mucho tarea. Ah, ah. Uh, examen en uh, marzo. No, no marzo. Uh, 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 later. Mañana juegues uh, al tenis. Mañana juegue, uh, juegues al tenis. Latinas, Latinas, Altina, Altinis. In la mañana? No, mañana. Oh, mañana. Sí, sí, sí. Versus. Señora Jugamos, jugamos tenis en la mañana. Uh, in the morning? In, la mañana. In la mañana. Oh, in the tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sí, sí. Sí, sí, sí. Sí, sí, sí. Lo siento. Lo siento. Lo siento. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> uh, ¿Cómo se dice seed? Uh, to seed in altinis. Oh, uh... Sergio y mí, Paco y Sergio, es la primera seed in el tenis dubles. Sí, sí. Yeah. Muy bien. Muy bien. Uh, yo... Éramos muy bien. Uh, uh, la partido mañana es es in Homewood. In, uh, sí. Es in Homewood. Uh, la 
What's team in Spanish? Huh? What's team in Spanish? Tima. Yeah. <laughs> la, uh, la grupa de tines in Homewood is muy bien. <laughs> sí, muy, 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 muy bien. Uh, ellos, uh, ellos tienen un... Um, uh, pl uh, what's player? Isn't it like player? <laughs> Oh my god. What? Una persona. Let me, uh, let me finish this. Let okay. me finish. Una persona de seis pies y um, siete inches. Persona quien jugue tenis. Tenis. Sí. Es. Uh, sí. Y la persona es. Or Danish? <laughs> I don't know. So see, see, yeah, yeah. See. So that that part was a little confusing. He is Danish. He is Danish. He's a six foot seven. I didn't know inches in Spanish. Six foot seven. As you can tell, we're gonna continue to work on this. Yeah. Hopefully, this is a reoccurring segment, where, uh, but hopefully not because oh my god, we don't know Spanish. We talked about our tennis team. If you didn't. Know. Yeah. Do you think people, dude? This is flipping oral. Do you think people? <laughs> I, for some reason, I just imagine Esme just like being like, "What in the heck?" Are these yeah, what are these? <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. She listens to like all of them. Really? Wow. Shout so. out to Esme. Yeah, nice. Who shout. definitely is listening to this? You know, what, Esme, if you're listening to this, just like bump Shane in the hallway and then go. I respect you. <laughs> I respect you, Holmes. And and then we'll get the message. Yeah, we'll get the message. Um. But yeah, moving on. Uh, Shane, did you have another topic? The Sp the Spanish one was mine. The Spanish. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was gonna talk about. Uh, oh, I keep wanting to talk Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I don't, yo hablo. Recently, I've went. I've went to Mardi Gras. Ah, just yes. recently, and that joint is crazy. The city of New Orleans is already like an amazing place. Mainly because it's just so big for, like, no reason. New Orleans is, like, my favorite city. It should, it really should not be the way it is because the amount of money they have to spend extra on, like, everything. You know, they have to spend way more money on, you know, sewage, just plumbing in general, mm. and just everything for the, to prep for hurricanes. Like, it's insane. They have spent billions upon billions of dollars on hurricane preparedness, like, uh, you know, just infrastructure, hurricane infrastructure, and and dealing with the like low, you know, they're such uh, like they're below sea level. They're literally in a bowl. It's like a city that shouldn't exist. You know? Yeah, it really shouldn't exist. Like they have to do. If you go down there, like you're always gonna find a street that is literally pulled up from the ground to redo the plumbing beneath the ground. And they spend so much money on it compared to anywhere else. Mm. And uh, it's it's just like crazy. But Mardi Gras is even crazier. I saw the pictures you had. It was like literal. You were always at a parade. Yeah. It parades 24-7. Also, it's so weird because it's not organized, but it's so organized. Like people are running in between like when there's a float not passing or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's so organized because there's these massive floats. Like the floats are freaking huge. Mm. And, like, but the trash is insane. Yeah. Like, they, like, when you look at the streets, it's, like, nothing but beads and, like, plastic cups, you know, stuff all over the ground. But they have these cleaning trucks that come through after every parade. The road is completely spotless within an hour That's of crazy. the parade being done. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Because there's going to be another parade in five freaking mm -hmm. minutes. Were, were there streets where you, like, couldn't move? Yeah, there it's it. There are some streets, you know, where it's like there's like you know not a lot of room to walk or anything, and literally thousands of people for just like block for miles, mm. thousands of people. It's just crazy, and it's a constant party. Yeah, like I saw, I saw cops drinking beer. Like literally, they were walking down, like you know, just like talking. Are you sure it wasn't guys in a cop costume? It was like no, because they had the. Oh, they have. And New Orleans, all the it's kind of like Europe where they have the like a reflective gear. Oh, yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. that works for the city has like a set reflective gear in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was just like 
Are you sure there were European cops enjoying a? Oh, maybe that. Cop? Maybe that's what it was. But it was. It was just overall, just like it's just a crazy experience, yeah. really. And yeah, I wanted to go. I really did, but I. I kind of. Yeah, if you're not a crowd person, do not go. I, dude. I hate crowds. Yeah, do I not would. go if you are not. I, and I don't, that's the thing. I really don't want to be a bummer type guy. I don't want the group waiting on yeah. me. But, like, I've never liked a crowd. I just get nervous, anxious. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, you better be prepared for a crowd if you are going down to New Orleans on Morty. Oh, yeah, it is. We went on to Bourbon Street, which has no parades. Like, no parades go through Bourbon Street. But that was, you had people on, you know, like the roof of buildings, balconies of buildings, and just like people flashing their nipples all over. I mean, like every, everywhere you looked was just What like, was the nipple count? I counted at least like 20, just constant. 20, I mean, it was just crazy. 20 nipples per second? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. I'll put it at 20 nipples per second. Dang, so... What what's the square footage of nipples visible nippleage? Um, I would say about shoot, I would say about twenty square footage of nipples. Twenty nipples square. Twenty. Some people had some really big. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> the freaking. Uh, you're talking about nipple shipping range. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like some really big nipples. So yeah, I mean that range. Yeah, the circumference of the nipple is like just incredible on some of those people, but. Yeah, it was just a crazy experience. I, I I bet, and I've always wanted to go, but like I've always not wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I know the city. I was just I just kind of want to talk about like how the city is so like well like everywhere you look there was someone you know directing traffic because you know you can't get to work. And, to be fair, like, they've had this since like yeah, it's city, it's sorry. crazy yeah, but what's crazy? It's all a Catholic thing, right? Yeah. This started in Mobile, Alabama. Yes. Marty Girl started in Mobile. And they, they, this year came under controversy because this is always... It's so ha- weird that the, that happened. It but. started in Mobile, Alabama, but this year had a controversy. I don't know if you saw, but there was a huge float uh, sponsored by the Sons and Daughters of the Confederacy. Oh. And, like, it was a Mardi Gras float, but it was, like, uh, had, like, you know, the stars and bars and oh, the yeah. Confederate flag all, plastered all over it. And so, like, people were just like, way to go, Alabama. And I was just like... I always thought it was ah. stupid when people, like, hung the Confederate flag. Because, like, that was never the yeah. flag for the Confederacy That was Robert ever. E. Lee's flag. And yeah. the thing is, Robert E. Lee even said, like, it's, like, stupid. He's like, we lost the war. You know? he was he, Yeah. Like, one of his last quotes before he died was, like, he was just like, guys just joined the Union. They were nice enough to, like, not reprimand us you know yeah for, the flag was the flag was always changing the, yeah it was like, the stars and bars changing. for most of it it was a, it was the stars and bars but like they kind of had it moved around like you had one where it was in the top left on a white flag but then they were like that yeah. looks like we're surrendering so we're going to change it and it was a square mm. but now you know the new you know modern day one's like a rectangle but like it used to be a square was a star it was the stars and bars in the shape of a square but you know that evolved, and I don't. I don't get the point because it's really not the flag they like use for most of the time. Like they only use that the stars and bars for like a week mm. until you know. But I don't know. Ended. What can you do? Yeah. Well, well, let's face it. The people that towed around the stars and bars clearly aren't the most educated people. Yeah, I just wish. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're gonna be a bigot, at least be an educated bigot. You know. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, then do it, you know? Just like me and smoking. If I'm going to smoke, I'm going to smoke a hickory pipe. Like, flip it. I'm going to be like Bilbo Baggins, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think, about? I don't know. It's just like, if you're, you know, it's all about a culture thing for a lot of these people, right? That's but true. then you don't, and then you have the wrong cult, and then you're like, just like representing the culture completely wrong. If that's what you're, you yeah. know, that's what you're doing. Because, like, I get Southern heritage, you, you know, like... Yeah, I, uh, I get it because a lot of people that hang, you know, use that yeah. flag or put it up is like, you know, it's more than the yeah the slavery part of it. But that flag was used yeah. for the war, which was all based on slavery. Yeah. Like that, that's what, like they weren't just like hanging that flag up in the, you know, in the South forever, you know, like yeah. this is Southern heritage. No, they hung that flag 
literally as they were fighting. That's the only time they ever hung that flag. So I don't, if, I don't that, was, if that was the flag it. from like the start of like to represent like the southern states, I'd get it. But it yeah. only started once we separated for a war against slavery. Yeah. And, and I wanted to clarify that when I said like I get southern here, I mean I'm from the south. I get like wanting to have pride and I'm a southerner. Yeah. And like I, you know, the south is kind of cool. Not like I'm not supporting that whatsoever. I don't support. Yeah. But like the Confederacy is my southern heritage. No, that's not what I'm. I'm talking about. I support like being proud. Of, like I'm proud to be from the South. Obviously, there's some things that are yeah. lame, really lame about it. But you know, we have good food, sweet tea, <laughs> sweet baby, tea, good weather. No, there, the there's something very unique about yeah. the South. Like just like so homey, and yeah. it's like it's like there's no stress that exists if you're like in the true Southern like home. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like you're just here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just enjoying, yeah, enjoying life, looking outside and enjoying the beauty of the and, beauty of the planet. And to me, and like I know history is important. It's not really as much. I, I I love history, and I believe like if you forget history, you're doomed to repeat it. I'm a big sp- sponsor of that. Everybody should know history. Mm-hmm. History should be taught more more in schools than math, in my opinion, because it just teaches people more about the world, in my opinion. Yeah, it teaches but, you to learn from your mistakes of past, yeah. you know, And to know stuff. the world more and know it your It used to man. be way more prioritized than it was, you mm. know, than it is today. Like, yeah. it used to be, like, considered the top subject. Like, like for example, a world. lot of people, and this has caused a recent controversy about uh, Abraham Lincoln, like, wanting, after the war... His plan, in quotation marks, I'm going to get to this in a second, was to deport Africans to Liberia, former slaves to Liberia, if he survived the war. But, like, and a lot of people are discovering that, and it's not really taught in schools. And this gets into a hugely political debate. But a lot of, and here's the thing, is it's uneducated on both sides, you know, because one side doesn't even know about it. And then one side saying he said it as, like, his plan, but, like, it's, that's also an uneducated statement because he even said, like, we need to work on this. And, like, his statement was also, like, this is, like, a rough plan. I don't see how the Africans could forgive us. And I don't see how slave owners could forgive Africans. I don't know how we're going to live together. You know, yeah. like... It, the, Maybe he I, was looking, like, forward to, like, reconstruction. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, if they won the war, you, there's no way you're mm-hmm. getting that to, like... And it'll be so it would be so hard. And, like, here's another thing that's hard with history is how do we take that opinion of Abraham Lincoln's? Do we judge him for it? Because who knows if, like, that was his plan in actuality, you know? Like, who knows if he would have went through with it? Or, even worse, who knows if he stayed alive if he would have went through with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just crazy to think about. And I'm not trying to take a political stance. If, If you heard me saying something like, Oh my gosh, does Parker believe that the Confederacy will rise again? Well then uh, just know I do not believe in that. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I do not believe in I do not have any opinion whatsoever about anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my firm of opinion. I mean a lot of a lot of good things came out of Abraham Lincoln. I think it's just like hmm. you know, you wouldn't have the uh, amendments you know emancipation proclamation emancipation proclamation which emancipation proclamation to me is one of the most controversial things because like it was actually kind of more of a battle tactic in a way mm-hmm. when you think about it because like it was kind of just to kind of like push push back a mm-hmm. lot of like of the southern states like according to abraham lincoln he said it was kind of like to help the union in the war mm-hmm. really so, I mean, it was kind of like a war strategy more than, you know, which is unfortunate. I mean, but still, and it was useful. It was useful in the cause, I think. I agree. And and to address, like, with that point, another controversy is people are talking about Abraham Lincoln Howe. And this is a huge thing that a lot of people don't realize. His Emancipation Proclamation only freed the South in the Confederacy, uh, only freed the slaves in the Confederacy. That, it didn't yes. universally free them. But here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Abraham Lincoln didn't just want to make it a war about slavery. He wanted to make it a war to preserve the Union and slavery. Because at this point, he was worried about Britain and France getting involved to support the Confederacy. So he had to target... I think that a lot of people realize he was like, he didn't want to free the slaves. He just wanted to free the slaves in the Confederacy. I think with that coming into context, he wanted to target 
You know, he wanted yeah. to target freeing slaves in the South to show that he wanted to unionize the country and therefore France and Britain couldn't join in on a war against slavery. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was less so than I think it was less. I don't want to free slaves in the entire country to I want to focus freeing slaves in these states. You know, I think it was more so that to directly say this is our enemy, you know? Yeah. And because it was later, you know, as we all as we all know, slavery was eventually ratified in uh, the amendments and such as, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's a huge rabbit hole, you know, with the whole Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War in the South. But yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I have tons of more stuff to talk about. Uh, did you see the new South Park episode about them making fun of the... Uh, the Her- Prince Harry and Meghan. I did see that. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. And they were like threatening to sue um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. They're like, really? They're like asking a lawyer to review, but like they don't have a case whatsoever because they never say the prince and um, is he is she the crown princess? I don't know, but they never say he's the prince of Canada and his yeah. wife and. It's it's a South Park picture. Like it's not it's not the picture cut out like some are. It's like a paper mache picture yeah, that exactly, kinda looks yeah. like them. And like obviously it's a caricature of them, over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. But like they don't have a case because it's like Yeah, you can't really do that if it's like a it's parody. So yeah, like, it's a parody of them. So it's I don't... free speech. And like and I never thought I'd say this, but like they should handle it like Snooky from uh Jersey Shore. Because when they made fun of Snooky, I don't know if you've seen that episode, they ruthlessly mocked this girl. Like, I didn't like Snooky, and they made fun of her a lot. But she said, that is hilarious. You know, she was like, she was like, I don't like, she she was like, I don't, obviously I don't support it, but I think it's funny and like unique point of view on what I do, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's something that, and clearly Harry and... Megan didn't watch the episode. Yeah. Because they would realize that they're acting exactly like the episode yeah, portrayed exactly. them. But <laughs> it's just crazy what the world is at, you know? Yep. Um, And, yeah. Do you, have, do you have another point you want to talk about? Just little baby corn? Sugar pie? I have some other points, but I think we should save them for a later. You do you have s- any more? You want to save them... Well, I think because we'll end it. We'll end this with. They're uh, very broad. That's what I'm uh, getting at. We'll yeah. end this. Uh, we have more points. We'll get to them next time on Mob Card Wednesday. But um, I have one more point that we'll end on a nice little anecdote that I'm sure Shane will have some stories and stuff to end on because it's very broad but very specific at the same time. Mm-hmm. The McWayne Science Center. Uh, a lot of people don't know it's a science center here in Birmingham. Uh, I think everybody in Birmingham goes there as a kid. Yeah, I think it was a staple field trip location. It's where you learn about dinosaurs, where you learn about science. Yeah, it's where you learn how to make a bubble ring around. And they also have bubble room. They have an IMAX theater there, so it's not just about science. Yeah. They have scientists going around doing experiments. Uh, like, for example, this anecdote that I'm about to talk about is... They have a zip line going. Uh, it's seasonal. They have a zip line going across like the third floor, I think. And it's like we're explaining physics to you because no matter he- how heavy you are, even though this looks like a straight line, you're still going to go to the other end because of blah 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 blah. And I was in line for it because I was like, oh my god. I was like, it's a zip line. I love zip lines. And I waited in that line for like an hour and a half. Because as you can imagine, it's a mm-hmm. Saturday as a kid. Yeah, and then and like, my, my place would get crazy. Would get pumping. On that third floor mm-hmm. with the... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Brilliant strategy by my parents, by the way, to like see like, oh, okay, do whatever. Mm-hmm. And would go like, do whatever. They, they would do their own thing. Yeah. And like, I waited in line. That's how I chose to spend my time. My sisters were the smart ones. were like, I'm going to go everywhere else. And I saw the zip line and I was like, it's mine. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> and I I waited in line, and then I'm the next person to go. And the girl in front of me grips the zip line and pees herself. Oh, my God. Pees herself. And I'm not talking just pee. Like, I'm talking, like, 
it, it was a good like thirty second to a minute pee because I'm standing there and she's like, I'm just sweating. She's, oh <laughs> she's, my like, God. she's literally holding there like as she's doing it, and like the poor interns there are like, uh, uh and, and, and that girl's like, I'm just sweating. I'm just sweating. and like tears come and like oh. I feel bad because I'm making oh. fun of her, but at, at the same time, I just. I didn't get that as a kid. I was just angry. I was like, "Yeah, I waited an yeah. hour and a half for you to pee. On. For you to pee, and they shut it down for the rest of the day. Mm. And I had to flip and look at my favorite thing, dinosaurs. Ugh, gross. Ugh. I like the. I like. I always like the weather section. Like the weather they, section, was which cool. I figured out like much later because like it's like in the back a little bit, mm. like on the top floor. But you had the shark tank. Downstairs, where you get to pet the sharks. Pet and the everything. sharks, love that. That was so much fun. But they would always have like this slide <laughs> instead. But it was always closed. I never went, and it was open. It, you got to go in the winter. The winter one yeah, slide. That is insane. But then they had the. Uh, they like would always change like the top floor, which was my favorite one, which had the zip line in it, mm -hmm. and it had like this. Like they changed this one area to where it was like a bunch of blue building block things, and it was like the coolest thing. Ever. Yeah, I love that. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, I love. Uh, I know what you're talking about. But it was also interesting because I didn't know, and this this might be a little scandal going on that I might might have just uncracked right here. Mm -hmm. I remember, uh, I was 12 years old, and this was actually one of the last times I went to McWayne. But before I was 12 years old, this was the summer of 12 year, uh, me, summer of me being 12 years old. I went to New Orleans, and I went to like the Gulfarium or whatever it's called there at the Aquarium of New Orleans. And they do something similar where they have a special exhibit and it was like the world of deep sea life. And like they had like it was like the McWayne. They had special events like, oh, my God, look at this. And I was like, whoa, cool. And then I went to the McWayne, like we'll say the winter mm -hmm. of that year. And they had the world of deep sea life on that third floor. They whoa. had like the same machines and stuff. I was like. What is this? That is, yeah. Like, it was the same, like, yeah. activities. I was like, is there some kind of ring going on where they trade, yeah. like, stuff? I mean, they have to, you know, because, like, that's the only thing that makes sense. Because yeah. I guess they don't just get rid of all the exhibits on the third floor that are always changing, you know? Yeah. I, I, I love that place. Mm. Another thing that a lot, that they got rid of, and this wasn't seasonal. This used to be, like, a main exhibit there, was it was a car with a popped-open hood. And you had different like electronics, and you had to like get oh, the car to run. That. Yeah. And so you and like a team of five people had to like, boom, boom. yeah, fix the car. I remember that. And it it was surprisingly like ahead of its time for like late two thousands because you could like electronically like touch the screw to the, like the bolts on the tire, and the tire could come off. Do you remember that? Yes, and I then, do remember that. It yeah. was just like. And, like, obviously, it's just, like, three-year-olds trying to put together a yeah, car, it so was, it's not it going well. crazy. But I just remember being, like, because when you would do it, it would make the sound, like, bow, bow, bow. That, Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And you had, like, the little, uh, the, like, uh, I don't know what you call that, drill. but, like, the drill thing yeah. where it, like, tighten the bolts. And I remember the, satis uh, the satisfaction of finally, um, like, putting it all together and, like, it making the boom, yes, boom, yes, that boom is, sound. That, I remember that. That was amazing. Yeah, but I feel like we could have a whole episode talking about McWayne, which is why I think we should end it here to save for a future episode. You know? Yeah, the people exhibit. I learned a lot today. Did you? I, sure I feel did. this is a wonderful first Wild Card Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Hope you'll join us Saturday, Saturday where we might have a new episode. And a new guest. Mm. All right. Well, you know, as they say, thank you for listening. Follow us on social media, Instagram at Tortoiseas Podcast. Follow us on Reddit at Tortoiseas Podcast. Um, we're going to get a Patreon up soon. We're going to get a website up soon. Ask us if you want a t-shirt or, coming soon, a sticker maybe? Mm. But, yeah, with that out of the way, thank you for listening. I'm sick. I'm Parker Perel. I'm Shane Wells. And yeah, see you later. Say goodbye. Bye. Ciao.